Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hello and welcome to episode 57. Today is an interview with an open bisexual man, something I have been trying to secure for some time, um, and for a few reasons. The uh, first reason being, I, I know a lot of bisexual men. I lo- know a lot of men who identify as either bisexual, bi-curious, hetero-flexible, straight-ish. I know them in real life. I know them through internet connection. Uh, but what most of them have in common is an unwillingness to really talk about um, their experience and their interests openly. You know, they they want to talk with me about it, and they feel comfortable talking with me about it. But when it comes to, you know, okay, well, let's record an interview for the podcast, you know, they want me to take these extreme measures to conceal their identity, distorting their voice and, and, and whatnot, you know, cause they, they have this concern about being outed. Um, and the other thing is, you know, this concern is born of a stigma that exists in our society against male bisexuality. Um, like if you really think about the perception out there of male bisexuality versus female bisexuality, it's so different. You know, with men, it's a very black and white line of if you play with men in any capacity, you are gay. But with women, it's almost an expectation, you know. So this was a really fascinating conversation. My guest um, was also a model for the Growers versus Showers uh, series. And so this conversation was recorded spontaneously after our photo shoot. So I don't know if that made him more willing to be vulnerable with me, um, because he certainly was, uh, but you know, I'll take it. doesn't matter to me. (laughs) Um, but I, I think actually it just more his, he's comfortable with it. He, you know, he owns his feelings and his experience. And, you know, we talk in depth about, how these experiences began. Does he ever struggle with, you know, wondering if he's gay? Is that something that even is a part of his, um, is this even a part of his experience being a bisexual man? You know, is it something that he wonders about or is it just something that he does? And, you know, it's just something that he does. He loves having sex with women and he loves having sex with men. I I was just so thankful to have this conversation because it's been one of these things that um, I've had a lot of men reach out to me about. There was a story that I posted on Graphic Paint a a while ago, um, I think in the last summer, actually, uh, called She Wanted to Peg Me. And it was a a fictionalized account of a a straight man um, (laughs) who was going on a Tinder date and the Tinder date wanted to peg him. Um, so in real life, what happened was he, she broached this topic before he even was in front of her before they even met in person. And so he, he didn't go, he didn't follow through with the meeting because he wanted to avoid that entirely. But, uh, the pieces about like what would have happened if he actually did get there and she brought this up, you know, while they were actually having sex. So, you know, him being in a much more, <laughs> much more compromising position, perhaps a little bit more open to saying yes, who knows? Anyway, so after I published this, I had people reaching out to me on Facebook and emailing me uh, and asking me if this was normal, you know, if it was normal to want to be pegged, if it was normal to play with, um, you know, butt plugs and, uh, dildos and, you know, be interested in performing or experiencing oral sex at the hands of another man or having anal sex with another man, you know, and what this meant for them and their identity. Um, so, I'm hoping that this conversation and hearing somebody that's so in touch with what they want and without any judgment, you know, I I hope that this can make you look at any feelings that you're having, any questions that you're experiencing on your own in a different way. And that just as a whole, we can kind of take this as an opportunity to 
become more open about discussing these things. Because I think if more men were open about having these interests and feelings and experiences, you know, that question wouldn't exist. People would just kind of own it, you know. So it's up to all of us to erase this stigma. And I'm hoping this conversation is but one step in doing that. So please enjoy. All right. <laughs> so thank you for agreeing to speak with me for this. Um, how would you like me to refer to you? B. B. Okay. <laughs> All right. So B, tell me what you're into sexually. Can it be summed up? <laughs> Not really. I mean, I'm into a lot of things. Um, always open to try new things. I've tried a lot of things. Um, specifically, I mean, I like a lot of uh, by activity. Uh, How did that start? It started two ways, actually. I mean, long time ago, just obviously curious, like most people. I had a few experiences when I was younger. And then um, when I was uh, a while ago, maybe... 20 years ago, whatever, I had this girlfriend who I had grown up with, and she moved to the city, and she lived with, like, five gay people, and uh, she had always encouraged you know, me to experiment or whatever, or whatever I wanted to do, you know, just try it. You never know if you like it till you try it. With her or without her? Without her. She never really, she probably would have, but she never really, never really got that far. And then I never really did anything, really, when we were dating, maybe once or twice. But then after we broke up, and then I really started to delve into it, I guess, or whatever. Um, kind of. So while you were dating, though, did you sleep with any of the guys that she was living with? No. Any, any activity at all? Or? No. They were way too gay. <laughs> I mean, like, Super. And that wasn't appealing, or you weren't gay enough for them? I might have been gay enough for them, but they were too gay for me. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I just experimented quite a bit and had a, a good time. And I had, was actually found this guy who lived a couple, maybe five blocks from me, you know, so then we would get together. You know, two, three times a week or so and had fun. That went on for quite a while. And then I, I, I needed a roommate. And so this girl had moved in and um, a friend of mine's friend. And she actually thought I was gay because you know, a couple of guys had gone over or something. And then and I wasn't really interested in her. But anything, anyway, it just happened. And so we went out for a while, but then she was into that. So she liked to participate or watch or help out or bring people home or whatever. And so that was, it was a lot of fun. Um, well, tell me more about the first time, the first experiment. How did you find the person? What were the circumstances? Well, the first time, I guess the first real full on experience, I think I just, I'd found him online talking, chatting, chat room, whatever with it, that, and, um, that was by themed or what was the, the context of the chat room? I think it was gay, <coughs> gay themed probably because he was gay. Um, and didn't live too far away. So then we, I went over to his place and, um, started our encounter and I mean, I knew what I wanted and, and, uh, what did you want? Uh, I wanted to get fucked. I'd never really been fucked before. I mean, I had a lot of oral and whatever, but I never. And um, so anyway, we were doing that, and we it got to that point, and it was um, it was interesting because when he happened, when he you know penetrated me or whatever, it was like it was. I don't know what the word is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, enlightening or whatever, but anyway, it was just like I had just had this thought of like, wow, this is incredible, you know, and just like, I think I'm going to be doing a lot more of this. <laughs> so prior to that, though, had you done any kind of anal training or play or what else had you had up in your ass prior to that? Um, you know, some play, some 
you know, toys and whatnot, but nothing like really hardcore or... Nothing or, as big as a penis? Yeah. Or at least as big as this guy? No, you had? Yeah. I mean, you know, nine-inch dildo or whatever it is or whatever. And, uh, but that was nothing really frequent, you know. It was more seeking out oral sex or something like that or whatever. So I really enjoy that. You know, just that was another thing. Is like when I really got into it, it was just like, wow, this is, like I said, I'm going to be doing a lot more of this. <laughs> it was just something that I just, it just felt right, you know, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, so that's kind of how it started. Mm. But it was just very hard to find women into that, you know, so it was kind of tough. Um, like I said, it was great with, with, with my last two girlfriends like that, but it was... It was nice that for the one, just that, that she encouraged it and, and, and helped. So it was much more of a natural thing, I guess. You know. So do you date women exclusively and kind of like play with men, or do you date men also? Like, what? How do you navigate really, relationships? I don't really date men. I mean, I like I like women. I like to be with women. I like dating women. And I don't really. I, I can't really see myself dating a guy. You know. I mean, yeah. I, I just. It's more or less just the. The sex, you know, yeah, I often wonder about that, but I, I just, you know, maybe he didn't re meet the right person or whatever. But I don't, I don't think so. I just, you know, I like sex with women, but I, I really like sex with men. Do we, is one better to you? Is there a better, or are they just different enough that you know, it's not different? A but I would probably say men, just because I haven't had sex with his much men as I have women. Yeah. Have you been pegged by a woman? No, but I've been dying to. I mean, it's, you know, it's another thing trying it's hard to find, <laughs> you know, like you're trying to find people. But yeah. Yeah. Do you, I would just, because I wish you had been, because I'd love to know how the two experiences compare. Yeah, that's what I know. I, I, I think the, the real thing, I think, obviously would be better just because it's a different the feeling of it is texture like, yeah. and, and, and feeling, you know, most uh, dildos or, or whatever, vibrators, even, you know, they're, they're just very hard and stiff, mm -hmm. you know, they don't, they're not realistic, you know. But yeah, I think it'd, it'd be interesting, I mean, just not necessarily for the feeling part, just the dynamic of the, you know, the man-woman thing, yeah. you know, I think that would be a big turn on. Is it a deal breaker for you if you were dating a woman that, well, okay. Well, are you in a relationship right now? Nah, not really. <laughs> so say you meet a, another potential partner, a female partner, and like at what point in meeting somebody new do you broach the topic? Do you beforehand or is it one of those things like you're more interested in relating to the person and this is kind of an aside or you make sure to get all these things out up so that you know going in if something's going to be a deal breaker It depends on the person. I mean, I, if, if a person wasn't into it, that wouldn't stop me from dating them. Dating them. You know, it's, it's all, if, you know, a nice, you know, and the thing is, it's like, at some point, you mean, you're, just, you're just looking forever if you're looking for the right thing, you know, so yeah. it's, I don't really, it doesn't matter to me. But, you know, obviously if it happens, it's a lot better, you know. And, and you know, some people are more open than others, you know, and it's like, you know, obviously you can tell talking to somebody how open they are about certain things. And, and obviously if they were really um, against, you know, whatever, then it might probably be a deal breaker. Yeah. You've got to be a little open-minded. So are you monogamous? Poly? Undecided? <laughs> I guess mostly monogamous, yeah. So, if you're monogamous with a woman and and you want to have sex with a man, would you want to do it outside of the relationship in kind of an open sense, or it would be something that ideally for you you would want to also involve your relationship partner? Well, ideally, yeah, I'd want to involve the partner, you know. But I mean, it doesn't if if they're not interested. It's, I mean, I'm still gonna. But you would still consider that to be a monogamous relationship, even if you're having this kind of. Yeah, only in the way because I'm not really dating anybody else just kind of you know like i said it's not something i think i can give up yeah. for 
it's, you know, I thought about that a lot and it's, it's just kind of part of, I think it's part of who I am. And I, you know, it's like, even if you, you stop doing it, you're always going to be thinking about it. Yeah. You know? I talked to a guy, we were discussing, you know, if you had to label yourself something, how would you label yourself? Are you straight, heteroflexible, bicurious, bisexual, etc.? And he was saying, I think he landed on straight-ish. And his method of determining that was what he thought about when he masturbated, which I thought was really interesting because I'd never considered that as kind of being the way of making that determination. Because I definitely consider myself, if I had to assign a label, to be more on the fluid, flexible side. But I generally nearly always fantasize about men when I'm masturbating. Um, so it was just something that got me thinking. So when you masturbate, is it, are you thinking about one particular gender or it kind of varies? Usually men, um, again, because it's, you know, I've had experience with women and it's, it's, uh, so the fantasy is more, you know, like I said, I've, I've meant to sound, uh, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I mean, I've done most of what I wanted to do. You know, I've, I've had most of my fantasies or whatever, you know, threesomes, foursomes or whatever. So it's not really much. I mean, there are a few things, but so it's not really an issue of, of, of that turning me on. Mm-hmm. You know, and the same with porn. A lot of straight porn or whatever is just kind of boring, you know, and fake. <laughs> so... I'm specifically curious about the topic of bisexuality in men because from the perspective of being, you know, a cis woman is like bisexuality in women is kind of uh, presumed and, you know, accepted and it's just part of the culture is being this right. this arousing thing. Whereas bisexuality in men is one of those things that I think a lot of straight men or at least straight identifying men you know, it's like, oh, well, if you're going to put something up your ass, that automatically makes you gay. Like, the, the line is so right. different than right. for women. So for you, like, how how do you, I mean, have you ever struggled with your how you identify? Have you ever wondered if you're gay? Is this, or do you feel like you're, you know, I mean, that yeah, yeah, sexual yeah. idea of you're in a kind of the layover well, on the I've, way to gay town? I've thought, of, <laughs> I, yeah, I've thought of that before, but then it's just like, I... You know, I really, I, I enjoy sex with women. I mean, I really love oral sex, especially. And um, so that kind of precludes, you know, it's another thing. I couldn't give it up. I mean, it's, it's something I enjoy, and it's not like, you know, so, ew, you know, do that. <laughs> it's like, no, I enjoy it. And I always, you know, I love women, you know, just uh, in general. So it's like, it's not something I can... And I just can't see myself, like I said, dating a guy strictly. And and I don't think, you know, it's too bad that, that, that it, it, it is the way, like you said, you know, it's just if people were just more open-minded, like I don't see anything wrong with, with, with people. If you want to have sex with a man, you know, go ahead. That doesn't make, like I said, doesn't make you gay, you know. If, I mean, to me, if it makes you gay is if you want to be with men only. Right. And then you're gay. You don't want to be with women, you know. But it, it's weird, too, because there are a lot of men that, that don't identify as bi or whatever, but they like to, to suck cock and, and whatever it is. And, I, and to me, that's just kind of weird. You know, it's like, you, you should at least be bi or something, <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, you, how can you say that, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of, in my opinion, it's just, it, I think everybody would be if it wasn't just, you know, the, the big societal pressure and everything yeah. on everybody. You know, it'd be more like, how they look at women, you know, I don't care, you know, it's... That's but, hot. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, you know, but people, guy, ooh, I don't want to touch your dick or, or something, or God forbid, you know, or... It's like, who cares, you know, it's like, it doesn't, you know... Are you open about being bisexual with your social circle and your family? No. Why? Just for those reasons, just the, the stigma and, and the, you know... I mean, my family would probably okay, because I have, like, my cousin's... Uh, or my nephew's gay. And then I just found we just found out recently our maybe my second cousin or something. It's like in his seventies and he's a woman now. So they you know they're open minded about that. You know, not like they didn't always used to be, but now they are 
but I, it would be a stigma, you know. And like, yeah, a lot of my friends are, are I don't want to say homophobic, but probably. Do you talk about sex generally? Like, not talking about who is with or whatever, but just, you know, sex acts or any, I don't know, sexual details or... Not, no. Only for the few people that I know. Mm. Like, two friends of mine that I would, but other than that, no. Would you like to be in a social circle where that was common? Yeah. How do you how do you deal with having this as like your private thing that you're not really sharing? Does it bother you, or you kind of just come to terms with it at this point? Yeah, I've come to terms with it. You know, sometimes it bothers me, sometimes it doesn't. You know, and like I said, I had a couple of friends that you know they knew everything, and we would talk a lot, but they're they've moved away, different countries. Um, so it is kind of frustrating, but yeah, it's, you know, it's just a shame. I wish you know everybody could just be more open-minded and, and and not stigmatize people for you know what they do. Do you have any extreme interests or what other people might identify as like a kink or a fetish? I do somewhat. I think. I mean, like I said, I would be interested in you know like group activities and stuff like that. Do you uh, think that that's a kink or a fetish? I've been trying to settle on an answer for this myself. I would say more of a kink than a fetish. I mean, actually, there's this event coming up. It's a forced by event. And I was reading it. I thought, boy, it sounds really interesting. Glory holes and people and whatever it is. And I'm like, but then I'm just wondering, like, maybe it's a bit much for me or I don't know. You know, I'm tempted to go, but then it's like, oh, maybe it's a bit much. I don't know. And it doesn't, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure if I was there, I would be comfortable pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, like I said, I'm, pretty open to whatever. Are you into that kind of power dynamic, though? I think so. I, mean, I haven't really explored a lot of it, you know, but I mean, I, I like, uh, I used to see this mistress occasionally. She would uh, have parties and, um, or if she needed uh, another bi person or something, she would call me and, and yeah, it was fun. The bi on call? Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you know, it hasn't been that often, unfortunately. But, uh, so. but yeah, I think it would be interesting. But like I said, just the, the aspect of really not knowing anybody there, going by yourself. And yeah. like, you know, like I said, I think once I was there, I would be over it. But it's just. I was interested in that too. And for me, the my hesitation was from, at least for the the role of the women, seemed like so strict about like you're there to drill this in right right yeah i would love to watch and participate but i don't want to necessarily because i'm a woman have to fill this very specific type of role when you date women do you look for kind of more aggressive or dominant women or again is it just kind of really about the person and and i I just look for someone that's nice and fun you know it doesn't really you know if they are you know good but if not it's really (laughs) I mean, I've never really sought it out, and I've never really thought about seeking it out, you know. But uh, as far as seeking out something just for fun, it might be fun, but I don't know, you know, on a regular. Yeah. Are there any trends in how you look for or identify sexual partners between the genders? Like, is there a certain demeanor that you seek in men versus what you would seek in a woman? Or again, is it like, what, how do you make your decisions? Is it based on physicality or, you know, a chemical attraction or intellectual uh, attraction? A lot of it's physicality and, you know, depending if you obviously meet them and get along. Um, also size. I, Are you a size queen? I am. <laughs> Speaking my language. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like uh, yeah. What's your cutoff? Like what? Well, what is your ideal? Do you have a, a minimum and a maximum? A sweet spot? Minimum would probably be you know seven, seven and a half. Or, I mean that's starting point. Yeah. <laughs> Nine is probably ideal. Have you found a maximum yet? Yeah, I did know this guy. This <clears throat> black guy. You know, he was ten inches. But it wasn't, you know, he was kind of, it was kind of thin, you know, and I like a little thick or whatever. And it was, it was nice and fun, but he was also a bottom. Mm. And then he, he, he would come in like two minutes. <laughs> so it kind of like defeated the whole 
fantasy aspect or whatever it was. It was just kind of, you know, I mean, it was nice and big, but it just really didn't, didn't do it. Do you fuck men as often as you get fucked? No, I, you know, when I started out, I used to be more up top. Mm. And then after I got fucked, I'm like, no, this is where it's at. (laughs) Um, I mostly look for tops, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, I'm not against topping somebody if, you know, I mean, like a nice ass like anybody, I guess. <laughs> but I, it, I don't know, I just think it's more fun on the bottom than the top. <clears throat> so when you sleep with women, is there, are you, are you more of like you'd rather be on the bottom or how do you approach sex? I prefer to be on top. But then again, you know, I like, you know, I like a lot of positions, but it doesn't really matter. Whatever's go with the moment, I guess. (laughs) And what was your first experience with a guy? Oh, it's one of those things I'll blow you if you blow me. How old were you? Oh, geez. I don't know. I'm 12 or something around there. And you both kept up your end of the bargain? No, he didn't keep up his end. So you blew him first? Yeah. (laughs) He must have been pissed. Were you friends? Yeah. Did you stay friends? Yeah. Did it ever come between you? No. Did you carry around resentment or grudge at all? Maybe I did. You know, I don't know. It's like. Did he use it against you? No. It, it was. One, it just kind of happened, and that was it. Never really, you know. And when was your first sexual experience with a woman? Oh, it was probably fifteen, maybe. So what do you think that difference is? Is it just a natural occurrence of guys hanging out with guys when they're children? Like you're more, you spend more time with people of your own gender and it's just, you know, as these feelings are emerging in your body, it's like, of course, we're going to naturally experiment with the person closest to us. Yeah, kind of an exploration thing, you know. I think everybody kind of goes through that maybe. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. Now when I, in retrospect, sometimes I say, well, what if I would have, got into this earlier mm-hmm. you know what if I would have if I would have started doing this in high school or something what would it be like now and, you know, I don't know it's hard to say when you were a kid and you had that experience though did you wonder if you were gay because that happened no I never really wondered if I was gay I was just always curious about the you know different aspects of the sexuality um yeah I never really thought of it that way how was sex treated in your household? Was it something that was spoken about openly or it was kind of a never really hush-hush kind of thing? Yeah, never really spoken about. Never. Was it a conservative household? Or liberal, but they just didn't talk about that? Yeah, that's, yeah. Didn't really, it just never really was a subject. So your sex education came mostly from your own exploration and socially? Yeah. And like I said, I've always been, you know, just really sexual and curious about things. You know, he's masturbated when I was a kid, obviously. And, and it's just always, and it was just kind of frustrating when I, you know, got older. Because obviously I wanted to, you know, you want to meet women or whatever. And it, and it didn't happen for a long time. So it was kind of frustrating. So when it did happen, it was fun. <laughs> when did you masturbate to when you first started? Um, nothing really visual, just, you know, mostly whatever's in your head, you know. Do you remember what was in your head? Women. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I said, a lot of it is curiosity, you know, you just never really didn't know much or whatever. Do you remember how old you were when you first masturbated? I was probably seven or eight or something or... Probably like, yeah, something like that. When was the first time you watched porn? Boy, that's a tough one. I don't know, because porn was so hard to come by. Yeah, I don't even know. I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint that. What about, well, do you remember when you first started watching it? I've seen Like, a, as an adult? I mean, magazines, you know, I've seen magazines, but uh, as far as... Film, yeah, it wasn't probably till 
I don't know, because, you know, it wasn't really something I was really into or seeking out, you know, mm. like a lot of people. It wasn't, um, it's was more of a curiosity than a um, something to do, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was you know hard to come by, obviously, till the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> the first porn I watched was in a, a video store. Well, I had the guy I was dating worked in a video store, and they didn't have an X-rated section, but there were some X-rated videos behind the counter, and there was a little television. I remember watching it behind the counter, like people coming in. <laughs> it wasn't very sexy at all, and then. Um, I happened to go to the college where Debbie Does Dallas was filmed, so it's kind of a rite of passage for all the freshmen to watch it. So I remember I was watching it, and like a, there were probably two or three other women, but it was, <laughs> and there was nothing unsafe about it, which I think was kind of cool about the experience. But there had to be like fifteen guys, and we're all just like watching this porno in somebody's right. dorm room. Like all oh, the stacks. Have you seen the movie? Not the whole thing. Do you remember the cum shot scene, like, of yeah. the facial? That was in our library. <laughs> <laughs> and it still looks exactly the same with, like, the glass cube floor. Mm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> getting distracted. Facial. <laughs> so have, how have your your porn keywords, your search terms changed? Have they, or have they been kind of consistent as you've been an internet porn It's consumer? pretty consistent. Like I said, mostly either bi or gay porn. So do you have, not in terms of like, well, I mean, I guess it does play into this. I'm curious with, with bisexual men, and I feel like I haven't had the opportunity to kind of survey enough to get a trend to emerge, but do you feel like you go for very feminine looking women and very masculine looking men or like a bit of a dro androgyny in either or both? I guess I like feminine women and and men um I don't like the really really manly men but but I don't like really femme guys either mm. you know but then i i kind of i guess um, you know obviously everybody has their preference um you know, younger good shape obviously <laughs> you know hung um yeah. Are you an online dater or you're a single scene? Like, how do you meet people? Uh, some through FET, and then there's another website, this gay website. I have some friends there. What happens when you meet people in real life? I'm so curious. So like, what can you describe a, a typical timeline if there is one for when you meet a new person, a potential partner, and like this comes up as a topic? A man or woman or. You tell me. Well, you said you date primarily women, so I'm assuming with a woman. It never really comes up with women unless you bring it up. But it's got to. But you're gonna have to at some point, right? Yeah. And when would you do that? After well, you've slept with her for the first time? Well, it's usually after you you, you sleep with somebody that you you know try to find out a little more. So this is like a pillow talk conversation, or this is right. after we've had sex a couple of times. Like when do you kind of bring it up with this person? Yeah, kind of just when you're discussing whatever you know, whatever you're into or fantasies or, you know, whatever it is, or mm. things like that. Do you feel like you've developed some sort of sense of women that are amenable to this? Like you can kind of sniff no. it out? You haven't developed that yet. Do you imagine you will at some point? It's tough because, you know, sometimes it's the people that you don't think would be kinky are the kinkiest ones. Right? <laughs> <laughs> true. But that becomes a tell of its own. Right, right. Yeah. But with guys, it's different because obviously you know what guys want. You know, they just want to have sex. So it's, it's not like you're, you know, dancing around the issue or whatever it is. You know, it's just what kind of sex. You know? Are bisexual or gay men, or I, would, is one more attractive to you than the other? Not really. I mean, only, only maybe bi men because maybe they know a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I prefer a couple by couples. They're just more fun, you know. Um, but yeah, if you're gonna, I mean, buy single, <coughs> buy single, it might as well just be a gay person. It doesn't yeah. really matter. You know? So threesomes versus foursomes, and I assume in a foursome it would be like two men, two women. 
Like, wh- which one do you prefer? Do you prefer one? Maybe a threesome, because there's one less. <laughs> one less just, woman. There's more attention. <laughs> Does it get complicated with the foursome? Do you have... Do you have any strange feelings that come up? Like the woman you're dating, well, watching it, her with another woman, does anything come up with that? No, never, never. It doesn't. Remember the, the first time I was with my one girlfriend when we were with another couple. It was just so not weird, you know. And everyone was playing and touching with each other? Yeah. You know, I went to the bathroom. We were all hanging out talking, and then I went to the bathroom, and I come out of the bathroom, and then and she's like, you know, sucking his cock, and it was like, oh, okay, I guess we're we're ready. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wasn't you know shocked or jealous or anything. I was like, oh, okay, it's good. Now I guess the fun starts. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. I mean, it's just um, yeah, yeah. You just wonder what they think. You know, you know, the, the one girl I'm talking about, she would always joke. She'd say, oh, I think you like cock more than I do. You know, and it's like. Something you have to worry about sometimes, I guess, in a, in a situation. Um, yeah, I just kind of, you know, don't want anybody feel left out or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Have you had relationships end over that? Like the woman just is convinced that you enjoy men more than you enjoy her? No. I've come across a lot of women that... Um, because it just seems to be getting more and more common. Like, I've always talked about sex, so it's been, like, okay, if I've known this person for 10 years and kind of this, you know, spectrum, I, I know what we used to talk about 10 years ago and what we're talking about now and the experiences that they're having. And many more of my female friends are in relationships with men that have had some sort of activity, activity, not necessarily a relationship like you were saying, but, you know, something happened with a guy. And a lot of them are very threatened by it. Um... So yeah, I just it's. So I think so. I think I don't know. I'm just generalizing too, but I think some women are just put off by penetration. Maybe you know, it's yeah. like you said, oh, it makes you gay, whatever. But you know, it doesn't you know? Like I said, just doesn't make you gay just because you like to get fucked. You know. Um, yeah. So there, there, there's that. You know, it's one thing to to suck cock, but then I think some women make. You said feel threatened or something, whatever it is, you know, or you know, if you're like you said, maybe if you're enjoying yourself too much. You know, like, <laughs> what counts as too much? Like where? <laughs> what what creates that? that well, I guess it's, it, it depends on who's watching or, or whatever it is, you know. But like, obviously, if you're really getting in, you know, with another guy, you're really getting it on and really enjoying it and and really going at it wholeheartedly you know with the foursomes have you ever had to struggle to also you know be as enthusiastic about participating with the other woman sometimes yeah and again i think it just goes back to like i said i've just had more experience with women than men so it's like i'm going to spend time over here because i've done this already you know so when you search for porn are you looking for the things that you've already done or are there things that you haven't tried yet Both. You what know. haven't you tried yet? Like you're interested in? Well, like I said, the pegging. You know, but even there's a lot of bad videos. You know, stuff like that. Or transsexuals, or um, um, uh, group stuff. You know. I Do you feel like a transsexual is kind of the ultimate magic partner? In a way, yes. You know, because like I said, I, I like women. I like breasts I like women and you know I like cock so it's <laughs> it's not the like you know so it's so, but I assume so you have not had that experience in real life I have but it's it, I need to do it again to why what happened I just it wasn't uh, as good as it could have been because I'm not sure um Maybe just because it was like the first time thing or something, you know. So it's more about kind of like the details on paper versus the right. interaction with the person. Right. But now that I've, you know, I have more experience and seen more videos and, um, 
Yeah, you know, it can be fun. Do you go to tranny bars or gay bars or regular bars? No, but I've thought about it. Again, there's like one of the other events I've thought of going to, you know. I might do that one of these days. And, and the bars, too, I thought I was thinking, yeah, maybe one of these days in the city I'll just hang out and go to the bar or something and see what happens. But I haven't done that. <laughs> what else is on the horizon left for you to try? Anything kind of outside the bi realm? Maybe a gangbang or um, not necessarily a big one, but at least, you know, maybe. Centered around a woman? And a man. Yeah, maybe three or four guys, maybe, or or even like the the sex club aspect of that or something, you know. Mm. But I, I don't know. I'm just curious about groups, and, uh, and I love being watched by women as far as having sex with men too. So that's that's one of the things I'm trying to to find out to find. Mm. So with a male male, female, threesome, what is the ideal in your mind of the involvement of the woman? What is she doing? I think mainly it would evolve around her pleasure, obviously depending on what she's into, you know, oral or she's into anal or not, who knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, as, as far as me, with mostly when I'm with somebody, it's it's I'm not really concerned about my pleasure. It's like I love to please people, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm just really out to, to make sure they're having fun and getting off as much as they can. Have you ever done double penetration? No, I haven't done that. Does that appeal to you at all? Yeah, try it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be interesting. How about you? I've not done it yet, no. Yeah, the male-male-female threesome has eluded me. I had got really close one time um, because it's funny. I have, uh, especially lately, a lot of them have been bi-leaning, but it turns out is I've, I'm pretty good at maintaining relationships with exes, and one of my exes from about 20 years ago who um, was when I got really close. We were dating at the time. And there was somebody else that I had had a relationship with, well, purely sexual relationship with prior to dating him, who was still kind of around. And so we kind of plotted that we were going to spring this upon him. And I knew he would be open to it. Um, but <laughs> we made the mistake of plotting without telling him and then also choosing a night when we were all on drugs to make the attempt. So it didn't work out. It didn't work. But I was like, well, we're all. <laughs> We're already this far, so I wound up having sex with the outside guy, like, in front of him. Um, but we were talking about it. We've kind of, like, gotten close again. He still lives in the city, and he actually was going to be one of the attendees of the, the buy mixer that I was looking to, uh, to organize. There's also this guy that I really, really love his cock, and he's also open to it. And so it's like one of those things, but that's what inspired the event was like in doing that. They're all like, but what if I don't like him? What does he like? You know, and it's like, it's just like dealing with women. You know, you want to assume men are just like, it's all about the act. And yeah, you just got to go with it. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I've, I've, I can't really say I haven't had an unpleasant experience. You know, I guess maybe I've been lucky, but I've always enjoyed everything that I've been able to do, yeah. you know. And it's just, like I said, there's just some things that elude me that I just haven't been able to, to make happen, you know. And, and it's just difficult, you know, obviously, you know, anytime you try to get more than two people together. But there have to be groups on FET specifically about women that are into pegging. Yeah, but even though it's, it's, it's very difficult, you know, it's... I've, I belong to some of those groups, I think, and it's just, you know, it's all guys posting <laughs> and you know, yeah. no women, yeah. you know. They're very problematic. Yeah, and that's, that's, like I said, that's one reason I was thinking maybe going to that, that event, you know. It's like, okay, at least there it's more or less guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else, like, about your sexuality you want to touch on or... I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. I'm just 
I, I, I just, I don't know, I've really been enjoying exploring the, the buy side and, and with buyer gay men. And it's just um, been a lot of fun. But really, I think the most <clears throat> fun, I mean, I, I really, when I seek out, I, I, I prefer to try to find you know, a gay couple or, or a bi couple, you know, because I, I prefer multiple or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. at least two. I'm still hoping for more, <laughs> and that's you know, like I said, I got, I guess I gotta get to an event or something or whatever because it's just, it's just. Yeah, and it's hard for me too because the group thing is by far the thing I'm the most interested in, and it's like, but like I also really love dancing, and I have kind of the same feeling about going dancing that I do with group sex is like something way low key, private something. Is much more appealing than going to some organized club or, you know, right. I mean, it's not necessarily the stranger aspect. It's really the environment. Um, yeah. But that's what I was learning about the club too, because I, I enjoy being watched. So I thought that might be. So does part. there, do you have any aversion to going when you don't know anybody? Is that more appealing than if you were to have a partner that you knew maybe if you hadn't even played, but just, you know, like a friend that was also interested in having their own experiences, not necessarily with you, but just having like the presence of somebody that's kind well, of like I think this I'd, anchor. Well, I think it'd be just be a little more comfortable. At least you know somebody, you know, but I mean, but then again, I don't think it really, you know, I've done things like that before. I don't know anybody, you know, obviously I've, I've met people I don't know, so it doesn't really bother me. You know, it might even add a little, excitement to it you know so you're kind of good at casual sex you don't need to necessarily have like some sort of connection or right yeah do you think that's because you're a guy or that's just kind of how you're how you're wired probably both i mean of course a connection is nice but it's you know it's not always possible i mean it's better if there's a connection you know and, and, and that's the other thing I, I rarely would just you know talk to people and, and meet them right away you know talk to them a few times at least or Whatever. You know. Yeah. Well, this has been fascinating. <laughs> Anything else you want to mention or talk about? No, I guess not. I don't know. Unless you know any bi guys for me. I have a couple. <laughs> We're all geographically undesirable to each other, but they love me in common, so right. yeah, I'm happy to make introductions. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, anything can help or, you know. Have you met any uh, women that are interested in this that kind of have become past acquaintances or exes or whatever that are still willing to kind of participate with you? Um, yeah, they're not around anymore. They've moved away. What about anybody else you've come across just in your not yet. roaming on FET or the no, other sites? Not yet. I mean, you know, some people say stuff, but then they disappear. Both keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I want to do that too. I want to get some, I'd love to do photos with another guy at some point. That'd be fun. Having someone take the pictures of you, or are you taking a picture while you're you're in it, or just taking a picture? I've done it with myself, but it's just hard to to take the pictures when yeah. you're involved, you know. Yeah. Do you ever do shots with um, a timer or you know, kind of a remote? Yeah. Do they come out in a way that satisfies you, or some of them do, you know, depending on what you're shooting is. But some stuff is just hard to to really capture. Yeah. Obviously. But yeah, so, so that's why, I mean, you know, if you're in the heat of the moment, it's sometimes hard to, oh, wait a minute, I got it. <laughs> right. There's this other thing I need to focus on. Right, right. Yeah. Well, thank you for having this conversation and being as open as you were. Thanks for having me, and it was fun and unusual. <laughs> so I guess this counts as kind of the first installment of something in support of this uh, internet phenomenon of it being anal August. So you're welcome for that. Um, like, what could be more appropriate than talking to a man who likes to get fucked in the ass, right? Um, but it will not end there. Still working on that uh, anal audio, which I do have some, but it's like, which one? So many choices. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I just, there are a couple things that I wanted to address here. Uh, you know, he he tapped his fingers a lot, right? Which is kind of, I think we could all agree, is a nervous tick. So, you know, like I said, he was incredibly open and he very much owns all of these things about himself. But you can tell there were some questions where 
he reacted more strongly than others just in terms of, um, I don't know, I guess how the feelings that it brought up in him. He spoke about how this is something he does not really have the opportunity to be open about in his own social life. So, you know, here's somebody that, despite being willing to have this conversation with me and, you know, allow me to, to publish it, he still struggles with some outward judgment, um, you know, which it just, again, speaks to the whole reason why I, I wanted to publish uh, interviews on this topic. Uh, and I'd like to publish more. I'd like this to be very normal. Um, there, like I said, I know a lot of, of people that kind of identify uh, as anything bi-related that are male. And um, the idea was brought up of having a roundtable discussion and doing it uh, with a group in person in New York. And so if you're listening to this, if you are local and you would like to be a part of this conversation, um, maybe you just have questions, maybe you just have fantasies and you haven't taken any action, or maybe you are full on living this lifestyle, you love it, you want to encourage other men to kind of embrace this detail about themselves, or maybe you just want to meet other people that you can speak about this openly with, um, please reach out to me. You can always email me at sex at graphicpaint.com. Uh, just put something about bisexuality in the subject and uh, we'll go from there. But like I said, this is an important topic and I'm hoping there's anyone out there that, you know, is kind of wondering or feeling uncomfortable with themselves that this made you feel a little bit more comfortable. Uh, so until Monday, it's a quickie episode. I wish you many orgasms and I wish you well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com slash sex podcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable. So why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.